What is going on, everybody? Week six. I'm here with JC. How you doing, my guy? Good, bro. Good. We're we're happy this week in football. Our teams are actually good. So Can't yeah, complain. but you know, I'm a little sad, bro. A little sad, and I'll tell you why. Because we're a third of the way through with football, regular season football. It's it's fucking going fast, dude. A couple weeks more and we'll be halfway done. I don't like yeah, it. but I don't know. Can't really look at it like that, bro. There's so much football left to be played. So yeah, we say that now, yeah, and then we're, next we're, thing you know, we're gonna be recording on a December first night. We're gonna be like, holy shit, there's only three weeks. <laughs> it always is. I guess I'm used to it now. But what's up, bro? You you took your little vacation. Yeah, Back I mean, in business. That's, that's what you call it, man. I mean, it's working and, you know, it got sick. So it's it's the time of the year, time of the year. But luckily, I'm off for three weeks. Well, I guess not really you off, should. but UT doesn't have a football game for at home for another three game, three weeks. So just kind of enjoy this little – now I have a little mini vacation. Enjoy some football, um, college and, and, and professional this couple weekends coming up. But. Um. Yeah, man. I mean, last yesterday was was pretty nice. I didn't see all the games. Did see my Dirty Birds. They they did some magic. It was fun. Um, saw your saw your Pats for a bit. You know, do some work. Like, What's up with that, bro? How are you feeling? I know you said you're happy. So talk to me. I mean, they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. Um, I'm interested to see what's gonna be happening with Mac because. I don't, I don't know if that boy sees the field again this season. And I'm not saying that because I think that. It's just the way Belichick is deflecting these, these uh, questions has me to believe if he plays good on Monday, I think he's going to play. I think he's just going to roll a zappy until otherwise. I, I just – I don't I don't know. It's like it's weird to say, but Mac was turning the ball over a lot, and I think Belichick's looking at how zappy's just, you know, first read out. The old line's doing good. Um, you know, we're actually seeing the tight ends get involved. I, I don't know. I mean, the defense. Do you think Ramondre it's just Stevenson, because they're running the ball better? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I mean, it's good that Damian Harris isn't in there. To be honest, I don't. I don't like that committee that they've always done years prior. Uh, Ramondre is the true number one. He's a beast and. You know, I, I think that's helping him. You know, he's getting confidence. He's the, he's the number one. He doesn't have to worry about nothing. The O-line, I guess, figured it out. Besides Isaiah Wynn, bro, he has to go. I, I think they have to either just bench him or trade him or something because this, this dude can't protect nobody. So mm-hmm. that's the only, like, thing I can really critique them on right now is that they, he's just the – he can't protect nothing. But, yeah, I mean, the, the running game's there. Again, Zappi's – taking care of the ball and the defense is on another level. So, you know, that's a recipe for winning football. I still think, like I said, if Zappi plays good, like he did yesterday, I wouldn't be surprised if Belichick just rolls with him the rest of the way. Cause I don't know. Like I said, Mac Jones was turning the ball over a lot. So we'll see. It's going to be interesting. But it was a good win. I just want to see win. how, bro. I mean, this is how backup quarterbacks have been though. Like, Cooper Rush with the Cowboys, like he's had yeah. a couple great games. Uh, I'm not saying he's Cooper Rush, but I mean, I want to see how Zappi does against you know a, a defense that that is going to force him to 
to be, you know, one of one of those like great quarterbacks where the carry puts this team on his back. I feel like Zappy's doing good, but I mean, he's, he's Steven, like you mentioned, Stevenson's a beast. He's, he's got some run support. Um, you know, these these blockers are actually, you know, the defenses are, are more worried about stopping the run than they are stopping Zappy. And if they can stop Stevenson or slow him down, then it puts a lot of pressure on Zappy to to go out there and 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 have you know pretty successful drives on his own. And that's just my only thing. I do agree with you with Belichick, though. Like, he's just going to – he don't give a fuck, bro. You could be the number one pick in the yeah. draft. If you're her and the backup's doing good, he's, he's going to consider starting him until he fucks up. So, it's interesting. I, I don't know what Belichick's thinking here, but I'm sure yeah, – I mean, uh, people want to compare it to Brady Bledsoe. I mean, let's just pump the brakes a little bit. But, I mean, that that's pretty much the example right there. Like, Bledsoe was the first-round pick, and – he got hurt. Brady had some good games, and he benched them. So, like I said, I'm not going to be surprised if it happens again. Because, again, Mac Jones was not taking care of the ball when he was healthy. So, it's going to be interesting to see. But that was a good win. I mean, they almost choked it in the end. But, again, the Browns couldn't get it out of their own way. Brissett, I mean, Belichick knows how to play Brissett, so I wasn't surprised at that. But, yeah, good win, good win. But let's talk about your dirty birds, bro. Good win, Dang. but I, I want them to bench Mariota right now. I'm over it. I'm over this 13 or yeah, less good game. offense. Nah, bro. You cannot win consistently throwing the ball 13 times or less. They're 3-0 and when he, when he passes the ball for 13 times or less. Bench him right now. Put Ritter in. I need I need to see what you guys have with him because your team's actually good. All you need is the quarterback and obviously build around him, but Bench Mariota right now. That that might be a, a freezing cold take to a lot of the Atlanta fans, but I'm just sick of this offense. It, the, the running game is good. Pitts is good. Everything's good. It's just the quarterback where I, I don't see that being sustainable throughout the year. I mean, I agree with you on that aspect. I mean, Mariota should be getting benched at some point. I mean, I've given him no reason to just yet. I mean, he went 13 for 14. I don't know he only threw it 14 times, but. Arthur Smith is coaching a hell of a game every every week, bro. I swear he's he's. Like, I'm not making Mariota yeah. fucking throw the ball thirty times. I'm gonna I'm gonna establish the run game. I think we got another 150 yards running this past weekend or 160. So I love the fact Arthur Smith is just old school, run the ball, play D, and we'll see where we go from there. Type offense, bro. He's not trying to be cute. He's not trying to get. You know, Tyree Kill, Waddle, Tua, like, nah, it's just straight up back to fundamentals, and I love it. Um, yeah, I agree, Mario, like you said, he should get benched, just not yet. Let's see what we do. Or, or, you know, we had a couple of good – we've strung a couple of good games um, these past few weeks, and um, I think it will be time for Ritter to come as soon as possible, but let's not rush him either. I mean, at this point, we're not going to get the first top – uh, you know, we're not going to get number one, number two pick in the draft. We're not going to get Stroud. We're not getting young. Um, we might as well just kind of take our time and see where this shit goes at this point. We're three and three. Uh, our team is good, surprisingly, and I love it. But uh, why rush Ritter? Why rush him? That that might mess him up. I mean, look at Pickett uh, with Pittsburgh. Like, I, I just I, – Yeah, but he got hurt. That's time. not anything to say that he got rushed. He just got hurt. I, I get that, but, like, I mean, look at Lance. He got hurt this season after one year off. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like a, a once your quarterback gets hurt, it's kind of a mental thing. And, and I want to just kind of – this this is baby Ritter for a bit. I mean, man, why rush it? You know, we're, we're doing fine. We could do better, but we're doing fine the way we are. 
no, 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 I'm not. I'm not like trying to talk shit on your team. It's just this has always been the Falcons' problem. Besides the Super Bowl year, you guys are always middle of the road, and you know, <clears throat> with Mariota, you're not a contender. And I feel like if Raiders in there, and I understand you don't want to rush him, but I mean, no time is the right time. You can't look at any game and be like, all right, this is the game. Like I, I don't care what the schedule is. I don't care who you play. He's he's gonna be scared his first game, but. We need to figure it out because this quarterback class coming in next year is like one of the best in a while. You know, you have like three, four guys pro ready, ready to go. And if you guys have even a sliver, a sliver of a chance to get one of them, I feel like it's either you figure out if Ritter's the future or you go all in on the draft this upcoming year. And, you know, Mariota's going to keep you from doing that. And that was my, my issue going into it is they named him the starter without even having a competition. Like, come on, bro. I get Arthur Smith had him for a bit in Tennessee when he was the OC, but um, I don't know. Falcons, I expect them to be a lot better, but, you know, if Mariota can't throw the ball more than 14 times a game, again, that's not sustainable. You're, you're going to run into some defenses that are going to make you throw, and, you know, I just want to see Ritter, but you guys are playing tough. Your defense is solid. The run game's insane. We'll see what happens when Cordero comes back. But, uh, yeah, they, they're looking good, man. 28-14, not what I expected. They were up I mean, big early, too. So, I mean, Garoppolo again, bro, those turnovers, killing them, killing them big time. Look, it's, bro, I don't know. This team's looking nice right now. Like mm-hmm. I said, Arthur's, I want to give Arthur Smith. He should be coach of the year, bro, at least top three, top two. I know Dayball is, is probably the favorite I'm give it to right Dayball, with, bro. with how the Giants are doing. I get it. That, that's fair. Yeah. Um, but Arthur Smith should d- d- deserves at least a strong consideration for it because, fuck, dude, a lot of the media, including myself, um, kind of ripped this team off, wrote this team off. Uh, I didn't yeah. say this, but a lot of the media said this is the worst roster in the league. Um, I mean, I know we were bad, but I didn't, I didn't think we were that bad. But No, nah, no way. Uh, you know, and the fact that we're three and three competing for the NFC South, which the Bucks are ass, and we'll talk about them after this. But <laughs> the division's wide open, bro. I know you mentioned we could be seven, six seed, compete for the Eagles in the first round after, but um, I'm starting to think we might be a four seed, three seed, um, mm. because the West isn't looking so juicy right now either. The NFC West with the with the Niners and Rams. So, you know, if it, all all it takes is to get a couple couple wins together in a row and. Who knows? We might we might be a third seed in the playoffs, which would be nice. Well, let me read you their schedule for the next seven weeks. You're at Bengals, Panthers at home, Chargers at home, at Panthers, Bears at home, at Commanders, and home for the Steelers. What do you think well, the record's going to be after that? I, I feel like we only will lose two of those. Um, mm-hmm. The Bengals, like, they're not as good as, as, as we thought this season, and no, they've had some struggles with teams. Yeah, that's could be a sneaky one. Um, Chargers as well at home. I mean, as I mean, as of right now, they're they're struggling throughout the season. I don't know what it is, but they're not being the team I thought they were being. And then of course, I mean, you know, the Bears are ass, the Commanders are ass, <laughs> uh, the Panthers have really? been ass since you know forever. And you know, there's there's a lot of winnable games in that schedule in the next seven games and. Like I said, all it takes is like a couple four or five in a row, and next thing you know, you're you're eight and three, and you're looking good. All right, since we're we're on the Falcons, let's transition to the Bucks real quick. But again, good good win on the Falcons. They're winning winning football games. They're these are good wins. These aren't just wins to gloss over. Like they're beating good teams. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I, they should be four and two. I'm still gonna yeah. say that they they blew that Saints team. Um, no, five and one, bro. That fucking roughing the passer call. That, okay, yeah, five and one again. I, I know we didn't get to talk about it because that was last week, but you know they they had the chance taken away from them. They probably would have scored. So yeah, five and one, four and two, but they should be way better than the record shows. But let me read you the the Buccaneers schedule the next seven weeks. You the Falcons is pretty winnable. I can see five and two, six and one. You have the Panthers. They're going to Carolina. They have the Ravens on Thursday night. They're at home for the Rams, at home for the Seahawks. They're at Cleveland Saints. They're at home for the Saints, and then they're at the 49ers. That's a tough schedule. That's mm-hmm. like middle. They're probably going to like split it like three and four, four and three. But you guys have a chance to yeah, lead, the, lead the division. That's crazy to even think. Yeah, because, I mean – just uh, the Panthers are not going anywhere. The Saints have been up and down so much this season that uh, I don't think they're consistent enough to to string up a couple wins as well. So it really truly is. Who would have thought between the Falcons and the Bucks for this division? Um, I mean, I, logically speaking, you know, and looking at the schedules, uh, you would think the Falcons had the bigger edge, and they do. So, man, I don't know. Every week's gonna be nice. It's gonna be so so nice, but. I mean, since you talked about the Bucks, I mean, bro, I mean the Bucks to me, they're they've been they've been so up and down this season too, bro, and it's confusing me because I mean I know Brady's going through, you know, wherever the fuck he's going through with with Giselle and and, and all that stuff, and I definitely understand that, but I mean, you how bad can off the field issues be? Um, to, how can it impact your team that much? I I really do think there's something deeper other than the whole situation he's going on outside of football with retiring and retiring. I, I don't know. Like, there's it, just something off about this team this year. I've noticed it. Um, the juice isn't there. The motivation isn't there. Uh, the O-line, obviously, I mean, look, listen, I mean, injuries, uh, they affect everyone. The Niners right now with, with all the injuries have, happening with them right now, I, I mean, I, I get it. The Falcons won. We're good. But we also got a little help with the injury bug from the Niners. But the Bucks, man, I mean, they it's just – they have the weapons, they have everything, um, and they just can't seem to get it clicking. Even in a, a game against the fucking Steelers where that's, you know, the Steelers just lost by 30 or however many points to the Bills the week before. Um, and I know the Bills are the Bills, but Jesus. And um, they go to Pittsburgh, they struggle all game. Um, I, know, I'm, I don't know I don't know if Brady's healthy all the way. I don't doubt he is, mm-hmm. but this is just something that the Bucks got to like, man, they – they got to figure this shit out quick. Like you mentioned with the schedule coming up, like it, this is not looking, this is not looking pretty for the Bucks. And I, I truly do think this is the downfall. And I don't even think the Bucks will make playoffs. I mean, maybe just cause the NFC is weak, but this is just not getting good. Yeah. I mean, that was just a bad game. I mean, I don't know the, the O-line, you saw him ripping it to the O-line. Um, I, I don't want to say that, whatever's going on at home with the divorce and all that, like is really making them struggle that much. It's just, <clears throat> I heard this, um, I heard this somewhere that, you know, he, he just doesn't look like he wants to get hit anymore. I mean, he's just like him and Rogers and Russell Wilson at times, mo- mostly Rogers and Brady. They just want to have this quick offense. Just They hike it and they throw it real fast. And it's like, you guys aren't going to get any explosive plays. Guys aren't going to move the ball consistently down the field. And that's why these teams 
Raiders are struggling the way they are. I mean, the offense is not clicking. Uh, for whatever reason, I mean, look, the Bucks are made to run the ball. I mean, and again, it's the O line struggling, but 63 yards for Fournette. I mean, total 75 yards rushing when years prior, that was their bread and butter. And, you know, I don't know what's going on. Fucking defense is looking garbage, too. Um, I know they're kind of banged up, but still, you should take care of business with the Steelers. Uh, we, we mentioned it. They got lucky with the Falcons, with the roughing the passer, uh, the non-existent roughing the passer. And, yeah, I mean, the schedule, they're lucky they have the Panthers on there. I mean, that's possibly their only win. Panthers and Browns. I mean, besides that, it's a coin flip with the Ravens. It's a coin flip with the Rams. Even though the Rams are struggling, the Rams know how to play Brady and company. So, yeah, um, yeah it's 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 interesting. I I, I kind of was going to give the Bucks a little pass because this is reminding me of how they looked the first year. I mean, they just struggled. Chemistry was off. Um, that Steelers loss to me reminded me of the Washington loss last year. I mean, they should have took care of business against Washington easily, and they couldn't. And the same thing with the Steelers. They should have beat them. Rookie QB slash Mitch Trubisky. I mean, that's just a dub, and they couldn't get it. So I don't know what the hell's going on. But what were you gonna say before I interrupted? Do you, Do you think you know the, the you know having Bruce Arians leave kind of the sideline um, and kind of moving to a different role? Do you think this has to? You think that impacts that impacted this whole offense? Because I mean, I, I get it. Injuries happen, but like a, a good coach and a great coach, especially an offense coach. Will adjust to his personnel, or you know, will come up with creative plays to get things to spark. Uh, it just doesn't seem like Byron Leftwich is, is really doing that. I know Todd Bowles is a defensive coach; he's not going to really yeah. input much on his offense on this on this um, Buccaneers offense. So, like, it's, it all comes down to Byron Leftwich, and and it just doesn't look like he has changed many. Do you think it's Bruce Arians that you know him leaving? Um, possibly. I mean, he's still there technically. I feel like he could still put his input into what goes on. I know he's in the front office, but um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's just it's it's looking off. It's looking wonky. Um, and again, I think it just goes back to Brady needs to stay in that pocket and he needs to fucking let Evans and let Godwin create space for themselves because uh, these little fucking two second passes you know, three-step drop back, dump it off to Fournette, that can only get you so far. And, you know, Evans and Godwin, you know, they make explosive plays. And I, I don't know, they need to just let routes develop. And at, that falls on Brady that he needs to let that happen. So, um, you know, we'll see what, what they do. They got some tough games. We'll really find out who they are. But yeah, these first six, oof, not looking too good. Yeah, the, the, the record should be right now. That was kind of the easier part part of their schedule with the section of like Chiefs and Packers. Like, yeah, uh, Buck, Buck should Buck should be like you know five and one maybe. I mean, I don't know, but very disappointing. You know what was disappointing? The fucking Packers, bro. How did they lose to the Jets? <laughs> talk, to, talk to me. I didn't see this game at all. I didn't touch it. I thought the Packers oh, were gonna man. win it. So I was like, there's no point in wasting my time with it. Well, hey, I just I just said it. I mean, Rogers has no the, the same thing. He wants to do quick passes and all this, but. He, try, he has no trust with these receivers. I mean, Lazard, I understand that's kind of his number one guy, but, you know, none of these guys can get open. Uh, and, you know, I know Dobbs has been getting a little momentum and a little more traction with him, but 
know, the Packers' offense is just not looking good, and the defense isn't helping. I mean, I, I don't know what happened to the defense. This defense was supposed to be elite, supposed to be like a top ten unit, and you know they can't they can't stop nobody from running the ball. Everybody's running all over them. Again, Brees Hall was another beneficiary from that 116 yards and that long touchdown. Um, yeah, I mean, they, they can't run the ball either because once you figure out what Rodgers is going to do with the short passing game, you can just sell out for the run. And again, they only had 60 yards combined. A.J. AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones, 60 yards combined yesterday. I mean, that's that's just embarrassing. Um, yeah. Jets are a little feisty. But I think it, that win was more on the Packers just being ass. And I don't, I'm not going to, you know, fucking jump through hula hoops for the Jets. I mean, Zach Wilson struggled that game. But, you know, Packers are just off right now. And we didn't, you know, we didn't get a chance to recap last week. I mean, that, they choked that Giants game. I don't care where they played that game. London, Germany, here. Uh, it, it just, they would have choked it anywhere. And they had... They had that game, like, what was it, 17-3 at one point in that game, and they blew it? I'm like, come on, Packers? Like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if uh, LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I don't know. You would think last year with the coaching, special teams was killing them, so they got Passaccia. Uh, that that side is better. You would think the offense is the same, but without Devontae, oof, it's, it's looking bad, and – you know, the Jets, again, they have a feisty team. All these first-round picks are finally um, hitting for them. Elijah Red Tucker's playing good. Sauce, my guy's playing good. Brees Hall, I mean, we called it. He was going to have a good year regardless of how bad his preseason was. I never put weight into that. So, you know, we'll, we'll see that moving forward. But the Packers, I mean, it's, it's just going to be like this the whole year, man. This is why I picked the Vikings sorta to make to win this division, even though their five and one is very misleading. But yeah, Packers are very, very, very um, concerning to say the least with this team the way they're playing these first six games. Robert Sala is is definitely another another strong candidate for for Coach of the Year. Him, him, Dable and Smith. Uh, he he's a different type of coach. He brings a lot of energy to this team and. I think this young core in New York needs that uh, from Wilson to sauce to, you know, Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, all of them boys like, like that. He need, they need a coach with that much energy. And, and I think that's perfect to match made in heaven for, for Salah to be there. His defense, he's very defensive minded. So of course, any defense that he's in, he's a part of, he's going to do pretty good. And um, I guess I should have saw this coming a little bit. I'm kind of mad at myself. If I didn't uh, have questions about the offense, uh, but I mean, Turned out to be okay last game. Um, going back to the Packers, the, like, I mean, Roger said it in an interview after the game, like, we're doing too much. So uh, it's trying to kind of make me think, it's coaching, uh, like, like just kind of keep it simple. It's just like the Bucks, Like, they're, they're really not doing much. And, and yeah, they're not doing of, anything. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, he – Roger says it – this is the quote. I'm, I pulled it up. Um he, he said, so whether it's with Devontae Adams out there or not, uh, when we get into problems is when we try and do too much. Um, so I, I don't know if they're just kind of overthinking the play calling, the personnel, like who should get the ball, who shouldn't, what, what are we doing here? It's third and something, what should we run or pass? Like, I don't know. Like he, he's the one experiencing that. I, obviously there's some frustrations on that end from Rogers. Just kind of curious how this all plays out because 
my expectation next game is is they're probably just going to run the ball with Dylan Jones, which I don't know why they have it. Like, they're pretty efficient running the ball, which is surprising. I've never really expected the Packers to be that kind of team. They are with those two head with those two at running back, and I don't know. I I, I really just I I can't tell you what it is. Uh, but they need to fix it now and soon because, like you said, the Vikings are five and one, which is very misleading. Bro, I was so shocked by that record. I actually found out that record today. I was looking at some notes and I was like, "What the fuck? Wait, the Vikings are five and one." I did not believe that. I thought they were like four and two or, or three and three or something. But five and one is very very misleading because the Vikings. Are, are not should not be five and one, but the record says so. So can't can't hate much on that. Well, yeah, I mean, I I don't know uh, if it's overthinking it. I, I don't. I watch these games and it's just very. This is like a Joe Philbin type offense they ran, Mike McCarthy preschool offense that they were running years prior. It just doesn't. It, I don't know what's going on. I mean, this offense was elite a few years ago. They won back-to-back MVPs for a reason. And it's not like they lost uh, offensive coordinator or LaFleur got fired. I just – I don't know what's going on that. All of a sudden, Devontae Adams is gone, and they can't run the same stuff they're running years prior. I mean, I guess. But, um, you know, it's it to me, it's just him not having trust in his receivers. He just, he just doesn't have any trust. I think Christian Watson's kind of in his doghouse, even though he's been – a little better, but I think that first play of the year, that wide open drop that he had in that Vikings game. Um, you know, I know, like I said, Dobbs is getting a little more involved. Lazard, again, he just gets his little five yard, six yard passes. He had 74 yards yesterday, but I don't know. I mean, he's he's trusting Tanya a lot. I mean, he has 90 yards. You know, he caught a touchdown last week. Um, yeah, I mean, Green Bay has to figure this shit out quick because schedule's getting tough. You know, after the good thing they have the commanders this week because they need yeah, to get right pretty quick. Yeah, so I'm saying like they they have a they have a, a tough part of the schedule coming up. So, um, you know, Jets Giants that should have been Dubs and they let them slip through. So, Commanders Bills Lions Cowboys Titans next few weeks. So. Uh, we'll see what they can do. But that, for sure, they're going to lose to the Bills. And I think they're going to lose to the Cowboys, too. So, uh, we'll see. But, yeah, the Green Bay needs to figure this shit out. This is insane. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, we, we touched on them. Minnesota, 5-1. and one. Got the win in uh, Miami against Skylar Thompson and Teddy Bridgewater. What is going on yeah. in Miami, bro? All these quarterbacks are getting hurt. I mean, Skylar Thompson got hurt uh, yesterday. I heard um I heard Teddy and, and Tua were both cleared to play uh prior yeah, Tua to, was there to kickoff. To yeah, Teddy played the rest of the way, but yeah. Um Skylar Thompson getting hurt. I'm like, Jesus Christ, can Miami catch a break with all these hurt QBs? I just thought um, it was interesting because um they cleared Teddy like I think Saturday or Friday. They they said he was good. Yeah. Um, but you know, I think Jot or Josh freaking Mike McDaniels is like, no, like we're going to stick with Skyler, which is interesting to me. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like whether it's your top quarterback or your backup, like if, if you feel like the, if the doctor's clear, why not play him? I know talk about quote unquote reps and I get all that, but I mean, the quarterbacks, 
I've been playing in the scheme since the start of training camp. So, like, what reps do they need? Like, they, they know the system. They know the plays. Like, you know, it's, it's not like you just signed this quarterback off the fucking very agency market. Like, he's a part of the squad. I, I'm just, just curious. Does, does McDaniel like Skyler more than, than Teddy? Like, you know, is Teddy the third stringer now? Like, I'm confused. No, I think they're just playing it safe because they, they listen. They know, they know the, the league is on, on their ass right now. I mean, you know, they can't be playing around with fucking hurt QBs, especially with Teddy having a concussion last week or whatever it was. I know they said head and neck, but um, I think they just had him as a backup just as a precaution. But, um, yeah, I, I don't think Skylar Thompson is going to be out of the rotation ASAP. I mean, I'm not – two is already cleared. I'm not surprised at all. I knew this was going to happen. He should be fucking out for at least – four more weeks, but hey, let's just throw them out next week against the Steelers on Sunday night, I guess, is the plan, but um, no, nah, I, I just think they're, they're, they're playing it way too safe because they know the league is cracking down on them after what happened these past couple of weeks with them. Yeah. Um, but uh, Minnesota, yeah. man, 5-1, and one, we were talking about our misleading. I mean, <laughs> that, that, who's more misleading? Bro. Who's more misleading to you? The Giants or the Vikings at 5-1? and one? The Vikings, bro. At least the Giants, like, they they ball's a stud. I mean, as a coach, um, you know, Saquon is Saquon. Uh, the defense is impressed, uh, and uh, but the Giants also too. Like, they've been playing some pretty good football. They've beaten the Packers, uh, which is I know the Packers need to shit on them, but they're still a pretty respectable team with Rodgers. And uh, I don't know, the Vikings just been very under the radar, which is very shocking to me. Um. Yeah. I honestly, just going thinking back at their their games that they won, like who have they beaten? I mean, they beat the Lions, the Bears, Dolphins. They beat the the. You talking about the Giants or the Vikings? My bad. The Vikings. Oh, the Vikings. Yeah, they, they they're both flimsy wins. Like the at least the Giants have the Ravens and the Packers, but yeah, Vikings, Dolphins, Bears, Lions, Packers. They got blown out by Philly, uh, and the Saints because of a double doink in London. <laughs> so. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's I don't know. Man. It's, I mean, the Giants have two more quality wins. I agree, but I mean, again, Titans, Panthers, Bears. I'm not. I don't know. I, I'm I'm waiting see mode. And plus, we're not gonna know anything about the Giants until the end of the the year because they have Jaguars, Seahawks, and Texans and Lions coming up. Like those are all ducks. Like they're gonna be nine and one. Heading into their bye week, I believe. So I mean, yeesh, like, who would have thought that? But yeah, I mean, Vikings. Uh, you know, it, it looks like their offense is clicking now. That's that's a good thing. Their defense is what's gonna keep them back. I mean, their defense can't stop nobody. Um, yeah. You know, Tyreek one seventy yesterday with yeah. two two casual one seventy. Yeah, one set twelve catches one seventy, and he got hurt again. Like this dude cannot stay healthy. He's in a walking boot, I think they said after the game. So just Tyreek doing Tyreek things. But man, like this season is just weird. I, I think this is one of the weirdest seasons we've had in a long time. And I, I thought the COVID season was weird. This this season, I, I just don't have a feel for any of these teams at all. You oh. would think the teams that, you know, should handle business are getting, you know, either blown out. We're fucking upset by all these teams, and then the teams we think that should last are fucking five and one, four and two. Like, what the fuck is going on at the NFL? <laughs> this is just weird. 
But um, what's I the wanna, game you want to talk about? I was, yeah, I wanted to touch on two more games. Uh, the first of the big one. I'm glad we haven't surprised we haven't talked about it. It's the Bills and nah, Chiefs. We, we have to save that for the last though. I mean, um, okay. Um, the next, the other one was was the Sunday night game, Cowboys Eagles. I mean, Eagles kind of took care of business pretty easily. Um, but I mean. Dak's coming back, of course, next week. Yeah. Do you, do you think if Dak was playing, this would have been a different outcome, or are the Eagles just this good of a team? A hundred percent, Dak. I believe Cowboys get the job done. Oh. Um, e- Eagles to me, Eagles to me, they're good. But again, I I refer to all these games, and you know, I picked them to be number one in the NFC because of their easy ass schedule, but. They should have lost to Arizona. I'm not going to just admit that. They should have lost to Jacksonville, and they should have lost this game. If Cooper Rush doesn't throw the two interceptions that he had, I feel like the Cowboys, with that defense, and I know Trayvon Diggs getting upset and slinging his helmet, and they get 15 yards. But, um, you know, I think when they play, what is it, week 15, week 16, whatever it is, mm-hmm. uh, I think Dallas gets the dub because I, I just have more faith in what – the, what the Cowboys are doing, and again, the, the dubs that they got, you know, are more impressive than what the Eagles have done to me. But again, easy schedule. They'll get the number one seed, like I said. Um, yeah, I mean, again, two, the three weeks in a row that they should have, and week one against the Lions. You picked the Lions and they almost won. So there's four weeks on their schedule that I'm like, you know, Philly – they look dominant on defense. It's the offense that can't get going for whatever reason. So I think healthy Cowboys beat them. But, again, not taking anything away from Philly. They look good. I mean, Jalen Hurts obviously doing his thing. Uh, A.J. Brown. I, I, know you, I know you didn't have faith and confidence in him, but, you know, he's looking good, man. He's looking good as number one. Um, yeah. But uh, – the defense is what what is the, what I thought was going to carry the Eagles, and it really has. This defense is elite. And uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson getting added to the squad, this is all they really needed was the safety. And the fact yep. that they got one. I th- again, I thought it was going to be Jesse Bates. He didn't get traded. CJ got traded to the Eagles. I don't know why the Saints did that. But, um, yeah, I mean, they, they look good defensively. It's the offense that concerns me once they play legit teams. Yeah, I mean that. What I noticed, I saw a stat. Um, the, the the Eagles have scored about three times as many points in the first half as they had the second half of the season, and it's something interesting. That's very interesting, bro. It's it's very very interesting. I mean, they might they might blow some leads later in the season. I mean, like you mentioned, they, they should have lost a few, and um, this, this they kind of have a history of just you know being stale after having a hot start to a game and. That's something to monitor. I don't know if Sirianni's going to – how is he going to fix that? It's scary and also good at the same time. time, This offense is a capable ability of scoring 20 points a quarter. uh, But sometimes they just don't. And I don't know why. Maybe it's the lack of motivation, lack of urgency. But um, they got to get their shit together if they want to continue to stay undefeated. Um, I'm kind of agreeing with you that if Dak was playing, they would have won. But I'm also like – I feel like the Eagles would have for better – I don't know. Like, I feel like the offense would have been more motivated, as I just mentioned, to score more points um, because they were all, what, 20 to zero at some point. So they were just kind of cruising um, after that. And obviously Dallas is trying to make that comeback, but it was kind of a little too late. 
but I'm not going to discredit this defense. The Eagles defense is by far one of the top defenses in the league, not putting them over Buffalo, but um, they are up there probably top two, top three. Um, and just with all the pieces they have and to top it all off, bro, they have a top five pick in the draft so far right now with the saints being ass or excuse me, not top five, top eight. Um, so that's, that's just crazy as it is too. All right, let's get to the, the big heavyweight matchup, a little overhyped, but, uh, Bill's chiefs, uh, you know, you had the bills. I had the chiefs, uh, the game, you know, lived up to the hype a little bit. Obviously people were expecting way too much. I didn't expect it to be like it was in the playoffs, but I thought it was going to be a good game. You know, it was going to come to the end. And uh, Mahomes, man, that was just a bad throw in the end. I don't know why he made that decision. Should have just took the sack. They had two timeouts, I think. But, uh, yeah, what would you think? You know, the the Bills, it was a it was a back-and-forth battle, but they prevailed. What did you think of that game? Well, Bills are – okay, so two things. One, the Bills are good. They're the best team in the league by far, no question about it. I didn't have any sort of doubt they were beating the Chiefs this weekend. Um, even throughout the game, I just kind of felt like they were gonna run with away with it at some point. Uh, they never did. They're for though. real, man. They and I'm, I. This is the thing, though. I I think compared to last year, the Bills are not afraid of the Chiefs at all, at, at all. I think last year in the playoffs. It gave them motivation and, like, confidence and kind of an urgency, like, we can beat this fucking team and we're going to go to Kansas. I think they circled this game the day after they lost to the Chiefs in the playoffs. So, I knew this was kind of going to happen. Of course, I mean, the Chiefs are no bitches either. Like, they're going to they're gonna come back and forth. They're going to fight to the end. Uh, Mahomes is always going to make plays. He made plays throughout this game. Um, and I think this one cost him, as you brought up. He should have took the sack, but Mahomes never takes sacks. You know that. He's, he's going to try to extend the play as long as he could. Um, the – the Bills, though, scare me in a sense that they are the best team in the league. They know they're the best team in the league, but that doesn't always alter to the winning the Super Bowl. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Like, there, there could be something going on with them, maybe not injury-wise, but, like, something when it comes to playoffs and then they find that they play a hot team who's won eight in a row at some point and boom, they lose. So, like, I'm not betting the money on the Bills to win the Super Bowl, but as of right now, we're talking today – October, what, 19th, whatever the fuck today is on Monday or Tuesday, excuse me. Um, the Bills are the best team by far. The Chiefs, and they fought, bro. They're up there. The Chiefs are also a great team. They're one of the best as well. But the Bills are by far – there's no competition for them right now. I know they lost to the to the Dolphins um, mm-hmm. not too long ago, but I think that was more themselves kind of shooting themselves in the foot, which is okay. It happens. You're not going to go undefeated. Uh, but as far as this game ties, I mean, Gabriel Davis looked good. The Higgins looked good. Singletary has become low-key the, the lead back there who's been taking most of the low, which is fine. Um, Dawson Knox made an appearance. Welcome to the NFL. Welcome to the league. Um, you know, and the defense stepped up, and they shut Mahomes down at 20 points, and that's that's unheard of, I mean, with the way the Chiefs have been operating this season. So give the Bills a lot of credit. I'm sure you will. Um, the Chiefs had this game a couple times, but – I mean, the Bills are just a better team, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I think as of right now, that's <clears throat> that's not in question. Uh, my my only thing is, the Bills beat them in Arrowhead last year, and like everybody thought, oh, the Bills aren't scared of them, this and that. I I'm just not gonna sit here and say they meet in the playoffs, the Bills are gonna win again. I don't care where they play. Like to to me, 
the Chiefs are the more experienced team. They've been there, done that. They're not scared of the moment. Um, but, yeah, I mean, credit where credit is due. I mean, the, the defense stepped up big time. And, um, yeah, I think that's what Mahomes has to work on, to be honest. If, just, just play the next down. Like, it was second down, I think. It would have been third and long, of course. But um, it's, it's better that, to have those two chances than – to just fucking end the game, like throw a dumbass pick. So, um, you know, he's always been like that. It's not, it's not like it's something new. You know, he always wants to find the big play or whatever. But, uh, um, you know, I, I will put a little caveat to this game that the Chiefs are banged up on defense. So if they are 100% healthy, both of them, not just the Chiefs, both of them, you know, Tredavious is going to come back at some point. Uh, it, it's going to be a, a more interesting matchup, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, the, the Bills right now, they really don't have anybody to worry about. And, you know, if, if they have a two, pretty much a two-game lead on the Chiefs since they beat them. So even if they tie, the Bills will still have the number one record. And I think that's what they want. They don't want to go to Arrowhead. You know, they you could say they're they're not scared of it at all, but – it's a different animal in the playoffs. And I think they want to be in um, in Buffalo instead of Kansas City come January. So, um, you, you know, that, that game was important. Tony Romo kept saying it every fucking second. I'm like, bro, like, we get it. This game matters, Jim. Jim, this game matters. Like, all right, bro, like, we know this game matters. Like, I, I get it. But, um, you know. It, it it lived up to to my expectation. I was like, right, this game's gonna be like, I said high twenties, low thirties. It wasn't that, but it was still came down to the end. Um, like you said, Davis Diggs looked solid, and again, uh, Allen loves to hurdle the Chiefs. He hurdled Snead last year. He hurt, I think it was Thornhill, uh, this game, but yeah, it was a good game. I I wasn't disappointed, and we'll see what the Bills. I, I think. They showed they could go 14 and 3, 15 and 2. Like they, their schedule's not really that tough. And um, yeah, they got rid of the hard part pretty much with the Chiefs out the way yeah, in the, Miami. The yeah, the only games that are probably gonna be, I guess, quote unquote tough is the divisional games. But besides that, I mean, you know, they should take care of business against everybody else. And they have mm-hmm. their bye week. They're, I don't like these early bye weeks. Um it's too early. Fucking and then I don't I don't know if you saw the schedule, like real quick. There's no bye weeks week twelve, but then there's bye weeks thirteen and fourteen. I'm like, what the fuck's the point? Okay. Of, like, what I'll the fuck's the point? 14. Yeah, what is the point of having no bye weeks week twelve and then having bye weeks two weeks after that? That makes no <laughs> sense. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know why. isn't week twelve though? Like, isn't week twelve like Thanksgiving week or some bullshit like that? Yeah, but they still have bye weeks that week. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's weird, but yeah, off track a little bit. But uh, yeah, good game. Uh, Bills took care of business, and we'll see what happens come January because I'm pretty sure they'll meet. But hey, this is the NFL. I'm tired of people thinking this is going to happen automatically. Like, like you said, the Bills or the Chiefs can play somebody hot in the divisional round, and then there goes the matchup. It always happens. Mm-hmm. Matchup yeah, we want every good. year, and it doesn't happen. So, you know, the, pump the brakes a little bit. Don't expect it. If it happens, cool. If it doesn't, not surprised at all. Right. Yeah. I mean, by far, this is the favorite matchup in the AFC. I personally would love to see this again. Every game they play is always entertaining. Um, but yeah. you never know. 
could get the Bengals again at some point. The Ravens might get hot. Who knows? There's, the AFC is a stronger conference, as you mentioned multiple times in this COD podcast. So we'll see. But, man, this is a good way. Every minute was exciting for me to watch. And I'm excited mm-hmm. to see it again. I've never felt so in tune than the game before. Unlike, like, you know, like this one. Like, I love the Falcons, but sometimes they just they, – they give me anxiety. They give me, like, stress. Um, I this game was different. It was just like every play could have been a huge play. Um, and it was, it was a joy to see. This is what NFL should be all about. Yeah. I'm not gonna sit here and say this is the most in tuned I've been in a game. I mean, I mean, just the, I mean, I I'm gonna say that just because last year they had the playoff game. Of course, you know the Lava turned down in the last few minutes. That was cool. That was crazy. Um, and I kind of still had that same hype to this game, and it didn't go away at all. I mean, both teams played good and both sides. I know it was a defensive quote unquote game. 24 20 as Roman called it, beginning of the game. And it was good. Like the whole way. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's unfortunately we have to say wait to this awful game, Chargers Broncos. Um, oh, my God. I, I don't know where you want to start with this. Do you want to show the Broncos stop? right away? Or? Yes. Can we fucking stop putting him on primetime? Like, oh, it's too late now. I mean, God, man. bro, it's too late now. They have fucking, quote, unquote, a primetime game coming up. They played Jacksonville in London. So I guess that they're considering that primetime, but it's in the morning. Just don't oh, wake up. Just don't wake up for the game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just fucking wake up and see the highlights. You don't have to torture yourself. Like, but they have the chart, the Chiefs on primetime in a couple weeks, Sunday night, and then they have the Rams on Christmas Day. So, because there's only two, two or three games that day, so they're oh, cons- good lord, they're considering that, that they're considering that primetime as well. So, oh, Rams offense uh, versus the Broncos offense. Oh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, I mean, let's. Where do you want to start? I mean, Russell. Let's start with the quarterback. Okay. Russell, what are your thoughts, man? You know, at this point, is it him now, or is it Hacky? Like, what's the percentage going here? Look, I'll I'll start with the with the game, and then we'll get to that. I mean, he looked good in the first half. In the first half, yeah. I mean, ten for ten, he had that touchdown to the rookie Dulcich. Um. You know, I was like, okay, like he's scrambling, he's making plays, he's letting the, you know, the pocket collapse, but he's moving around, he's rushing. They were actually giving him QB design runs. I was like, okay, they finally figured out a game script to follow. Like they don't have to worry about him fucking up, but, you know, whatever. It was fine in the first half. The second half, I don't know what the fuck happened. I don't know if um, – he was feeling himself. He started doing little fucking Instagram less ride video. I don't know what happened, bro, because they're three for 14 or three for 15 for 15 yards in in the second half and overtime. Hey, I don't know what's going on. He he doesn't see the field. I'm going to have to put the blame more on him because, it yeah, Hackett's a rookie coach, but he's he's been here before. This isn't his first time in the end. He's not a rookie, like. I don't understand what what has been happening with him at all. Like, listen, in in the end of the Seattle tenure, he was starting to show signs of this. It's not like this is out of the blue, but I felt like he would still make some, you know, somewhat plays in in Seattle. Uh, he had Lockie, he had Metcalf, like he had good weapons. Um, but now, literally, watch the game, watch any of these games back, bro. He'll have receivers looking him in the eyes. And he'll fucking have happy feet. He'll start jumping around the pocket. And then he'll either get sacked, throw a dumbass pass, 
or have to throw it away. And it's like, bro, what the fuck is going on? Like, he just looks lost. He looks lost. And I'm putting more of the blame on him. Um, again, Hackett, yeah, he's he's going to have uh, issues. He's a rookie. He's never really had responsibilities. Like, he was Matt LaFleur's offensive coordinator, but who was calling the plays? Matt LaFleur. So, you know, he was just like, oh, maybe this play works. Maybe that play works. Like, he wouldn't. He never had full responsibility of a team on any side. So, yeah, he's going to have some bumps in the road. But Russ, he looks awful. I mean, this the worst offense in the league. Would, I, would you have said I was crazy if I told you they were going to be the worst offense starting the year? Yes, 100%. 15 points a game. That is embarrassing, bro. Come on. I could have told you that. I could have thought you were crazy because I would have been like, there's worse offenses out there. I would have – you would have told me the Seahawks are putting up better numbers than the Broncos <laughs> offense. I would have been like, nah, you're on coach, bro. That's that's yeah. impossible. Yeah, I don't know. Like, what do you what do you think? Is it are you blaming Russ hundred percent or yes. are you blaming mm-hmm. Hackett? Okay. Yeah, 75, have, 25. Yeah, that's mine too. It's, it it has to be on him. Like th- this is on you, bro. Like you wanted out. You wanted this mm-hmm. situation. Here's the keys to the car, bro. What's what's the deal? What's the issue? Like because at the end of the day. A coach isn't out there playing. Yes, there could be shitty coaches. I know that. Yeah. But a great quarterback, and that's what Russ is viewed as, you know, top 10 in the league. A great quarterback always makes plays no matter what. You're going to have fuck-ups, yes, but you're always going to make plays. And that is not something I saw from him at all this season. He kind of showed glimpses of it to start this game, this past one, but – you look at Rodgers. They have a shitty offense throughout the years. He still makes plays. Brady, mm-hmm. right now, I mean, obviously he's struggling. He's still trying to make plays. Like, those are the goats, and that's what Russ is, is trying to aim for, is to be one of the best. And quite simply, he's not being, quote-unquote, let Russ cook kind of guy right now. And that's it's hurting him, and I don't know why he's so lost. Do you think it's a mental thing? I, I don't know. Like, Hackett, yes, he's responsible. We're putting him in a, in a position to win and a position to succeed and be great. But at the end of the day, bro, like you're the fucking quarterback. You're the yeah. you're the leader of this team. You're the, you're supposed to be the best player on the squad, and they're they're losing games now because at, at yeah. this point, the defense is a shame because this defense is doing really good things. They're special for sure, and bro. Baron Browning, just, like he's a he's a stud. Like, bro, he's outplaying Bradley Chubb right now. I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. like. Yeah, this defense is holding teams to, like, less than 20 a game. You know, probably less, but I'm just ballparking it here. Less than 20 a game, and Russ can't get you 21? Like, come on, bro. Like, this is embarrassing. This is just bad. Yeah. I agree. It's just something needs to happen, bro. And, yes, they like to put the blame that, oh, he didn't have preseason to get things accumulated. I get that. That, I understand that to a certain extent. But, like, you're you're week fucking seven coming up, like, there should be enough games in their belt now where you should start to get the hang of things, hang of things with the offense, and you should start getting connection and chemistry with with, with your receivers. Like, what the, what was all this? Like, oh, come to my like all these receivers coming in this house for throwing the offseason to, to practice. Like, what was that for? That if you're not throwing them the ball, like, yeah. what, what's going on here? Like, what was the point of that? It was just quite simply a waste of time. I will blame Hackett though for a little bit because I I don't know how you feel about Melvin Gordon. I don't know how the Broncos Nation feels about it, but like. Why isn't he playing? I don't understand. I really don't. Like I saw a tweet. He's he's good enough to take Javante Williams' carry snaps, but he's not good enough to 
to be the lead role of this team. Like, what? Why no, is he not. not benching? No, like, what not. is Hackett doing though, bro? Like, it's just decisions like that too. Also hurt the team. Well, Mel, what has Melvin Gordon done to say that he deserves those snaps? I, I'm, I'll, I'll sit here and wait all day. Like he, he, I agree with that. That was probably one of the decisions I agreed with Hackett with. Bench him. He's not doing anything for the team. Latavius Murray, who was signed up off the practice squad two weeks ago, was getting open runs with this garbage old line they have. And I'll, I'll, I'll give Russ a little bit of a pass because of that because they lost bowls to a broken leg. Billy Turner can't stay on the field. Um, and their their interior O line is just garbage, I and mean, they just don't have good players in the in the interior. So I'll give him a pass there, but his decision making is just some of the worst I've ever seen in the league right now. Like I don't know, it's it might sound like I'm hating or whatever. I don't know a QB playing worse right now. Like that, it's that bad. Like it just, I I don't know what else to say. Like the um, Broncos are in trouble. I mean, I told I keep saying this like they they have an easy part of their schedule right now. What oh. week twelve, week twelve, week thirteen? They're fucked. Like it's over if they're not sitting around five hundred. They're done. Like forget the playoffs. Forget any sort of little thing like oh we're about to make a run. It's done, bro. Like we in a couple of weeks, if you guys aren't above five hundred or around there. Good night. It's it's yeah. over. It might be over and, right now. They have uh, the Jets who have, you know, been playing better. They have the Jags in London. I mean, London games are always weird. And I don't know who else they have after that, but go ahead. My the, sad, the sad part is, bro, and this is crazy. Like, they don't have a draft pick next year. First round, nope. it's to the Seahawks. Like, we were shitting on the – I was shitting on the Saints. You know, Eagles being one of the best teams in the league right now, record-wise, and – and and they somehow have a top five pick, which is baffles me. But like the Seahawks and Broncos, like right now the Seahawks are winning this trade, bro. Like, like how how on earth are you this bad right now? Um, with with and you're not having a pick next year to kind of get this team better. Like at at some point, like if you fire Hackett, which is I mean it, the seat is getting hotter and hotter by the day. Like which coach is going to want to go there? Like there's gonna be a lot of pressure to get Russ cooking you have no draft pick next year. Like at this point, like who wants that job? I know someone was going to take it at some point, but like, it's just, it's, it could get ugly in Denver real soon. Denver. I, well, not Denver. Like uh, Dan, Dan Quinn dodged a bullet. Cause he was one of the favorites to go mm-hmm. there. Can mm-hmm. you imagine if he was there right now? Oh my gosh. The, they would be crucifying him right now. All the blame would be yeah. on him. But yeah, especially because he had a rep when he left Atlanta. Yeah, like, oh, so it, he couldn't do it. It's all on Russ right now, and you know, I feel like yeah, eventually a coach will take the job because you know it's a head coaching job. They don't come too often, and you have to be lucky to get one of those spots. But um, yeah, I, this is yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Hackett gets fired. We've seen coaches get fired in their first season. It's not too far fetched to say that. So. They better figure it out. They got the Jets, the Jags, the Titans, the Raiders, and the Panthers. Those are winnable games. I mean, they they have to find a way to go above. The, like I said, they have to have like a, let me see that. How many games? That's five and three and two, four and one. They have to because then it's the Ravens, Chiefs, Cardinals, Rams, Chiefs, Chargers. Mm-hmm. They're they're done if if they're not you know um, seven and six. You know, I don't know, six and seven, something like that. Somewhere where they can 
at least manage those games towards the end of the year because it's so oh, it's just bad. These are these are winnable games. They should have beat the Chargers last night. Chargers gave them every chance to win that game, and the Broncos didn't yeah. want to. I'm, speaking of the Chargers, bro, I want to talk about them real quick too. What is what is up with them too? Like I had high expectations for them. You know that beginning of the season, they challenge to win the division, Staley. challenge for the Super Bowl. It's, you think it's Staley, bro? Because, I mean, J.C. Jackson's been looking awful this year, bro. He's hurt. Like, really I mean, the, he, he, more responsibilities, bro. It's not It's not always greener on the other side. Like, grass ain't always greener. He He's asked to do a lot more than he was in New England. Just look at it. Just, if you look at what he was asked to do in New England, he would have safety help. He would have – he would play the second best uh, receiver, and then they would double the, the best. He's asked to be on an island against the best receiver every every week. And he's not used to that. Like he he put up numbers like he was doing that, but look more into it. It's he's asked to do way more in LA. That's the issue. And he's not healthy, which okay, like that can only be an excuse for so long. Like he was out the first two weeks. Now he's back. He still doesn't look good. Yeah. And like I said, it's more responsibilities. He's asked to be on the island every single time. And um listen, I've I've seen JC play on an island a, a few times. <laughs> on New England, and he got burnt. Just look at the Devontae Parker game when he was in uh, Miami. My, he cooked them, bro. Like, I'm telling you, it's more responsibilities. But I this has to be on Staley because a lot of the games they've lost because this fucking idiot wants to fucking go for fourth down. I'm, t- I'm so sick of these coaches thinking going for it on fourth and, fourth and 10 on their own 30 or whatever makes them more smarter. It makes them look like they're a better coach than they are. It doesn't, bro. Like, fucking, I forgot who said Aikman said it last night. I feel like the analytics community is cute, uh, cringing at how much he goes for it when when the numbers say don't. Like, it's just bad. Like, I I feel like his coaching style is kind of holding this team back to a certain extent. But no excuses. The offense doesn't look too right. I know they're not healthy. They lost Slater. Uh, they don't have Lindsley, Keenan Allen. I don't know where this man is. I I just uh, I don't understand. This is a a James Harden level hamstring because this is insane that he's missed every week since week one in the second quarter. Like this is insane, bro. I don't know what's going on, but I'll I'll give him I'll give the offensive pass, the defense as well. The Bosa's not there. He's gonna be out for a, a couple more weeks. And yeah, I mean, Khalil yeah. Max looking like the best trade, the best acquisition they made because he has six sacks already through the first six mm-hmm. games. So he's looking like old Khalil Mack, good trade that they made. But um, this to me falls on uh, Staley the most. Yeah, I mean, I think you're right. I mean, this offense just doesn't look as good. I know there's injuries, you know, as a reason for it, not the full reason. But I mean, this yesterday kind of annoyed me a little bit. Like, I know Stanley went for it on fourth and, like, two or fourth and one um, in the Broncos' like, 30-yard line or something. I know they didn't have Hopkins. He's kind of, like, you know, on the fence with his injury yesterday. But, like, it, oh, it's not even the fact that – it's not even the fact that he went for it on that play. I think – I don't know yeah. if it was overtime or at the end of the fourth or something. It was, like, kind of close to the end. Um, but why would you pass it, bro, on shotgun? It's fourth and one, fourth and two. Like, QP sneaking, bro. Herbert's a fucking 6'5", fucking – 200 and something pound quarterback like he's not no scrub bro you're not it's not kyler murray behind center like huh. he's a big boy bro it's gonna take a lot for him to like not get those yard that yard or two um and he's just trying to get cute with it that's the only issue i have i don't mind him going for it in fourth down 
obviously there's a limit. If it's fourth and ten at your own forty, why the fuck would you? But if it's fourth and two, fourth and one, fuck it, why not? Be aggressive, bro. Win the game. But don't do it trying to be cute either with this fucking shotgun play as if you're down or if you're in fucking ten yards to go. Like, come on now, bro. Like that's ridiculous. But I mean, uh, another thing I also wanted to point out too, like as far as that is, you have a good defense. Like I, I know JC's not doing great. Uh, but overall, I think this defense has been fair. And, and you're playing the fucking Broncos, one of the worst offenses right now in the league, the way it's operating. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's going to continue to be the case for Broncos fans, but, I mean, mm-hmm. yesterday they were awful second half. Why the fuck are you putting more pressure on this defense to do stuff? Like, mm-hmm. I get it. You're probably thinking, oh, if we don't get it, I believe my defense can stop them again. Yeah, it's true. Put the fucking ball. Put them in a bad position where they're at their own five, their own two. That yeah. way, when you do stop them, you get a great field position again when you come back. So, like, it's just horrible things like that. Every coach is different. I get it. But I, I would like to agree with you on the steady, steady case to a certain extent. Yeah, I mean, this is the same thing with the Broncos against the Colts. Um, why are you going for a touchdown, you know, get a field goal? Or do you try – like the like you said, the offense is so bad. Do you really think they're going to go 80, 90 yards down the field? No way. Like, yeah, punt the ball – fucking just lay your defense and you could say oh i don't know like we're banged up or this and that like no fuck that like please russell wilson going 85 plus yards good luck here you go i'll give you the opportunity prove me wrong like yeah it's it just makes no sense um yeah both of these coaches don't be surprised if either of them get fired or both because it's getting to that point with staley that this team should be a whole lot better. And he, like the Browns game, they almost lost that game because of him. Luckily, Brissett loves to throw picks in the last uh, minute of the game. So he got bailed out. And if they would have lost that game, I, I think you would have heard uh, chatters on him being out of there. So, uh, you know, I get it. He wants to be aggressive, whatever. But whose uh, seat is hotter? Oh, Hackett's. I mean, like I said, Staley is lucky they're four and two. I mean, if they were three and three or two and four like the Broncos, I think you would be hearing that a lot sooner. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's just a stupid ass game, man. I'm I'm happy they're off of prime time for a while, but it doesn't change the fact that they still got five this year, and they got four or what is it, five or six or whatever, and they got three in the first fucking a uh, uh, third of the schedule. What the fuck? Are you joking? Oh my gosh, this is just oof. This is just bad, but um, yeah, I mean what do you what do you um what do you think? What's your prediction for the Broncos moving forward? Like what do you what do you think? Like eight, eight and nine, nine and eight, five hundred team. I think they'll do better. Not not that much, but I think they'll improve a little bit as the season goes on and Mm-hmm. Um, if they fire Hackett in the next couple of weeks, then of course they'll do better than that because they'll have a different leadership and different kind of motivator in the lot. I, th- I think they'll do um, worse. They have such a young coach, coaching staff. Like none of these mm-hmm. guys have done anything. They just need to. I think they need to get to the off season. That's the that's like the middle ground for all Broncos fans. Just get to the off season. It's. I'm very interested though, and I'll tell you this, and this okay. is something to monitor. Just like I tell you about Lamar and and the Falcons, keep monitoring that, bro. It's gonna happen. It's gonna take distance, but, mm-hmm. but the, keep an eye on Russell Wilson in that locker room. Like I know he has a great relationship to start the year, but this is the second time I've seen a video kind of surface on Twitter where like 
there's frustration from receivers, bro. And I don't know if they're frustrated mm-hmm. at Hackett or they're frustrated at Wilson. Well, it's just something to keep an eye on, bro. Because, like, I mean, who was it? KJ Hamler? Yeah. Uh, for the Colts I would have walked he was in. Wide yeah. open. Yep. Um, and then, like, Judy last, last night with Melvin Gordon just talking shit. Like, I don't know. That's just something to monitor, bro. Like, these receivers may not are, – are happy with Wilson. And, and, obviously, that can spoil over with Judy, Sutton, and Melvin. So, it's just yep. something to keep an eye on. No, I agree. And Melvin Gordon's more because he got benched and they didn't tell him yeah. why. I mean, I don't know why they didn't tell him, hey, you're not going to get back in the game. That's kind of shitty. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, that was probably one of the best decisions I think Hack has made all year. I mean, he hasn't done anything. I know he's had his fumble issues. But uh, either way, he's not producing in my eyes. And just get him off the field. Latavius is the way better running back throughout the night. So, they're just going to roll with the high hand, I believe. That maybe the run game will help them out, but even with Javante, they were still struggling. So um, I don't know what the solution is. Albert O's out of the rotation. I'm I'm interested to see why. I don't understand that. Uh, I feel like you need all the playmakers you can get. He's a speedy tight end. And um, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what, what happens moving forward. I'll, I'll keep an eye on that. Like you said, I'll monitor it. Like, you want me to monitor Lamar to the Falcons? Dude, yeah. it's going to happen, man. I'm telling you, our team is it's too good to get a first pick. And our team is looking saucy. We just need a fucking quarterback. And I think Lamar is looking at it like, damn. Is he from there? Place to go. Or isn't he from Florida? Um, he's from Florida. Yeah, he's, not, oh, okay. he's down there. But I'm just saying, bro, Just if, if it does, I'm not saying we're the favorite. Baltimore is obviously still the favorite to keep. Are they? He leaves. I don't know about all that. I don't know. They haven't like, signed his extension. I feel like that rubbed him completely the wrong way. Which is why that's another reason why the Falcons might get him. <laughs> Maybe. I, I've heard – I forgot who said it. I think it was Florio. He said that still look out for Miami to acquire him. Can you imagine Lamar in Miami? Oh, my God, bro. Like, oof. That – with fucking Tyreek, that that'd be the best receivers he's ever had. And I don't know. It, it is something I, I've been keeping an eye on because you said that. I was like, oh, maybe. But I was like, I don't know about Atlanta, though, because I just feel like they, they weren't ready. But they're showing, hey, we're a couple of pieces away from actually making noise. So maybe he's looking at it. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think Baltimore is a favorite. No way. I can't. I can't I'm, just, I'm just picking them right now just because he's still there and – you know, who knows? Maybe Baltimore has the great season at the end of yeah. it all, and he might want to stay. So, just playing it safe there. Let's see, um, let's see. Falcons, baby. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. But uh, let, let let's give some flowers out. Who do you want to give them out to? Oh, flowers for the week. I am gonna go ahead and give my flowers. Who who are you giving yours for? Let me let me let me take a second quickly. Uh, um. I wanted to give it – I'm going to give it to us, bro. I, I'm going to sit here. I'm going to go back to a, a take that we had not too long ago. And I understand you weren't too hot on the Eagles to, to end the beginning of the year, but we're right on Jalen Hurts, bro. I don't care what anybody says. This this dude's a stud. And we were pissed that neither of our team could draft him um, when the Eagles got him in the second. We're like, why the fuck would they do that? They have Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. They have all these QBs. And it – it looks like it was the best decision they made in a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, like he's a stud, bro. Like th- this is what 
he just has that poise. He has the swagger, and you know that that's why the Eagles are gonna go as far as like they're gonna go as far as he takes them, and I think they're gonna go pretty far because, um, you know, he's built like that. I feel like even though he had his struggles in college, I feel like when he went to Oklahoma, he regained his confidence. He re- he regained that leadership that he had, um, going into Alabama, and you know, I I just think. Uh, we were right on that, and I have to give us credit. Uh, you know, nobody's going to be our – everybody's going to talk shit about us, but, like, oh, you have the worst take this snap. But, like, I feel like that was one of our best takes, and we were the one of the few to be high on Jalen Hurts early. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I have to give our flowers to us. Respectfully so. Um, mine's – I'm going to give my flowers to Robert Sala and his defense. Mm. They're, they, they stepped up this season. What are they, four and two? Now yeah. the Jets, um, yeah. hell of a season, man. Very surprised many, including myself. And he's just bringing so much energy, bro. And to this day, I love Arthur Smith, but the fact that we kind of passed on Salah kind of still kind of gives me a little bit of a um, of a disappointment to this franchise. But, I mean, we got Arthur Smith, he's great. But enough about the Falcons. Back to Salah, bro. He's he's just – he's special, man. He's a special coach. He, he, he gets his teams to – players to play um and they really went into green bay fearless and just took down rogers quite easily and that's a scary sight so um this team all they're missing is a few few pieces but i'm gonna give solid his flowers for his coaching in new york because that was a shit show when he before he started there yeah i mean he deserves all the credit in the world um you know and he i heard some you know like analysts and all that saying he was not that good of a coach and he's on the hot seat if the Jets didn't have a good start and look at them now like nobody's even thinking about saying that so yeah Mm -hmm. really good start uh he's bringing a lot of confidence you could see uh his energy is rubbing off on the rest of the guys so that's good to see I hate even though I hate the Jets I have to give them uh their credit on that and yeah I mean he's he's doing good he's doing really good and let's see if they can keep it up because they could steal one of those uh, seventh or sixth seeds. I mean, yeah, the AFC's uh, tough. We know this, but still, those those two last uh, playoff seeds, they're still up in the air right now because a lot of three and threes in the AFC. So, I mean, we'll see. Maybe the Jets could do the unthinkable and make the playoffs this early into their rebuild. So, um, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna give my flowers to your boy Matty Ice. Uh, I, I've been I've been shitting on on your boy. He's been looking awful, but and I know it's the Jags, and I know he, you know, Jags are kind of struggling right now. But hey, he he looked he he did what he had to do, and he's like, you know what? Fuck this. People are talking shit. Fuck that field goal. I'm gonna fucking throw a touchdown to Alec Pierce, and Alec Pierce deserves some flowers too because he's stepping up. He's looking like the like he deserves that second round selection because looking at some of the receivers taking after him, you're like, why? Why would you take Alec Pierce? But hey, he's looking he's looking good. Um, yeah, I mean, I I just have to give give sure. Maddie Ice a little bit of credit yeah. there. He's saving Frank Reich. The Frank Reich is on the height. Fifty-seven times. That's bro. crazy, bro. I know, and you know, Jonathan Taylor being banged up is the reason they're doing that, but uh. Yeah, and Deion Jackson too. I'll give him some flowers. Who the fuck is Deion Jackson? Like, like this fucking guy came out of nowhere in the Denver game when Times got hurt in the first quarter. And since then, I mean, 
if Jonathan Taylor, they, they can afford to not play him. Like, get him 100%. We need to worry about the end of the season, not right now. Get him 100%. You can roll with this Deion Jackson cat. I, I like him. He he runs with, with force. He runs with swagger. So, you know, Colts all around. Might just have to give him one rose each because, you know, they're, they're, they're doing their part. Frank Reich, on the other hand, he's lucky they're 3-2-1 because he would have been fired ASAP. Jim Mercy's over it. I, Jim Mercy, I've seen some of the comments he's had. He's over this shit. So, Frank yeah. Reich counting his blessings that Matty Ice is his QB because, man, it's uh, he 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 could be on his way out if the season turns around the the opposite way. So, yeah, um, we'll see. I don't know if you have anything, any any other flowers to give out. Or that's it. Nah, this is a kind of a low key uh, week. Oh, um, next week's gonna be super to low key, bro. Next week is ass. Yeah, the <laughs> the good teams are out this coming week for the best team. So, <laughs> we'll see what what happens this upcoming uh, week, but. Football is football. You'll get a good game in there somewhere. Yeah, so. of course. But uh, yeah, that's it. We finished the week six recap. Um, hey, bro, the the betting man, you're catching up little by little. But you and I had a you and I had a bad week this week. I'll just say that. But uh, that's it. Uh, make sure. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Fucking bucks and all this shit. But uh, all right, guys, that's it. Make sure to leave a five-star rating, follow our social medias, and we'll catch you in the next one. Peace. Peace.